0: Round one of the 2022 NHL draft has come and gone, and the Dallas Stars took Lian Bichelle, a defenseman who has been playing in Sweden at the 18th overall pick. We'll talk about Bichelle and the impact that he could have on the Dallas Stars once he makes it to the NHL roster on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. every day i'm your host dane lewis your local expert on all things dallas stars hockey credential member of the dallas stars media coming to you on this friday july 8th whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener thank you guys for stopping by today's episode and for making stars your first listen of the day be sure to subscribe to our show on youtube getting closer and closer to 500 subs Day by day so if you're not subscribed already and you love daily dallas stars content be sure to hit that subscribe button it is absolutely free and it is also free to find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well whether that be apple whether it be spotify free and available no matter where or how you listen but as i said to open the show and as i'm sure you are aware as well because many of you were probably watching it like me round one of the 2022 nhl draft has come to a conclusion uh, and it was a pretty chaotic night. The Dallas Stars picking Liam Bichelle at number 18 may have been one of the more normal occurrences, a pretty expected move if Bichelle was going to be available at the 18th overall pick. Uh, I believe Saad Youssef said on Twitter that he was at the top of the Stars uh, board of guys they would wanted to take if they were available. There were a few other players that were selected before Bichelle at 18th. Interested in, but of course, they were picked by other teams, so they were no longer an option. So the stars go with the six foot five, 220 pound defenseman, uh, born in Switzerland originally, but has been playing in Sweden as of late. Uh, and it's a pretty ideal pick, a pick that all pleased with. And from kind of the via social media, um, just kind of around the internet in general, it seemed like stars fans as a whole and the entire Dallas Stars community is pretty pleased with this draft pick with bichelle this is a huge defenseman who the size will play such an advantage in his development process i would not be shocked if we see him in the nhl maybe within the next two years i think that's the shortest timeline maybe two to three seasons but this is a a huge guy that plays with a ton of physicality plays really good defense uh, and has a crazy heavy shot uh, which we'll talk about here in a second but yeah, this this is a I think a safe predictable pick, but um, but you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the wrong one. It it just makes the most sense because the Stars have their defensemen of the future right now with Miro in. who knows what the future of John Klingberg will be. I'm recording this late on Thursday night. Klingberg is still a member of the Dallas Stars, but as we know with free agency coming up on July 13th, uh, just about a week away, we don't know if he will be in a Star sweater at the start of next season. So Dallas really needs uh, a bright young men in their prospect system because it seems like Thomas Harley could be making that jump to being a full-time NHLer this coming season I think that that's pretty likely if he has a good preseason and training camp so he was kind of the premier defenseman in the prospect pool and now the rest of the prospect pool is loaded with offensive forward talent Johnston Stankoven Bork stranges you name it but Michelle you know you talk about Miro Haskin and you talk about John Klingberg and Michelle is a little bit different I would say I guess he's more similar to Miro in that he's a little bit more of a pure defenseman who is still pretty raw on offense, a lot of development and a lot of way to offense, if you will. And this is a guy that that's not even a knock on his style of play, just with how big he is. He's such a force on the defensive end of the ice. He can, with his frame, he can you know go into passing lanes, knock guys off the puck because he's going to be bigger than most that he goes up against. And I think just like any other prospect coming into the NHL, he'll probably continue to get bigger in bulk up. I mean, he's only 18 years old. He will likely be able to still grow even bigger, although it's hard to imagine being much bigger than 6'5", 220. I've even seen him listed up to to 225 pounds, so this is by no means a small player. This is a guy that uh, whenever he comes into the NHL he is going to be ready on the physical front. He's been described in several scouting reports as aggressive. I've seen the word violent thrown around a few times not afraid of contact so it's one of those things that you you love to see that in a hockey player you love to see kind of that competitive edge that you can use the physicality against your opponents but it will be something uh, that he needs to channel and learn to use in an appropriate fashion as to not hurt himself physically and also not harm or hurt the dallas stars by getting himself in penalty trouble um or you know just garnering this reputation as a dirty player um you know obviously it's okay to be physical Um, And go after guys, use your body to your advantage. But there are right and wrong ways to do that. Don't think that'll be too much of a concern. I I think there have been some issues in the past, but this is just a young guy. A lot of emotions run high um, in some of the situations that he's been in. I think he'll learn to grow and mature. And I think being in an organization with guys like Miro uh, and even on the offensive side, physical players like Jamie Benn. Uh, Roddick Fox, so depending on how long he sticks around, I think that would be beneficial for him in the long run as he develops and becomes a member of this Dallas Stars team. Uh, and, you know, you you look at the offensive side, I think that's what needs the most work in his game. A lot to love. He's kind of a pass first player, which I think that can sometimes be for the Stars, even if it is a quote-unquote pass towards the puck that's actually a shot that gets deflected or bounces off a body, but I don't know how many people on either offense or defense are going to want to stand in the way of a shot from Liam Bichelle just because he has an incredibly heavy shot, like I mentioned earlier. That's one of the biggest points of emphasis on any scouting report you can find on this guy, is that he shoots the puck with a ton of force. If you give him time to wind up on the blue line, that thing is going to be like a missile off the stick and so that's certainly something to be on the lookout for uh you know if that's something that he can master and channel and be an effective shooter from the blue line that takes his game to a whole nother level and makes him so much more of an efficient player on this stars roster so there's a ton of reason to get excited about this guy within the organization he looked pretty excited to be a member of the dallas stars Uh, and of course we'll kind of have to see what his timeline looks like Um, as far as joining the NHL. Again, I don't expect it to just be crazy fast, but I think that he'll have a quicker journey to the league than most people in this draft, especially defensemen, uh, and and I've seen and heard that on on social media, Twitter as well. A lot of people are high on this kid and think he has pretty good NHL potential um, and pretty easy to think that he could be a top-four guy for this Stars organization at some point in his career and probably pretty early on in his NHL career. Well, coming up next, we will talk about Layne Bichelle, talk about one of the comparisons concerning him uh, last night during the draft from another Locked On podcast host. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. your number one source for all your betting needs, info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. And BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Moving on on this Friday episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you guys again for making us your first listen every single day. For tuning in this week, this has been a a crazy good week at Locked on Stars. It's been a ton of fun getting prepared for the draft. And, uh, you know, we even have more exciting things to talk about next week. The NHL schedule was released, so we'll take a deep dive into that at some point next week uh, and, and probably talk a little bit more about some of the guys that we acquired today uh, in the later rounds of the NHL draft. Cause I'm sure there'll be uh, some exciting guys and we'll talk about some of those guys later in a show, but I'm here to talk about Leon and uh, and a comparison that I heard made from him or, or made for him rather a guy that he, um, that he is similar to, that currently plays in the NHL, a guy that Dallas Stars fans are actually very familiar with, Brandon Pillar of the Locked On Senators podcast, who was helping cover the NHL draft last night. He is a prospect expert, incredibly smart, incredibly knowledgeable on several of these guys that are getting drafted into the NHL this weekend. Uh, he made the comparison and thinks that Leon Bichelle is very similar and could have a the same potential, if not be a little bit better, then Jamie Alexiak. Yes, you heard it. the big rig, a once fan favorite in was a member of the Stars. He is now, unfortunately, no longer uh, a member of Texas hockey, but he is uh, the Seattle Kraken, uh, you know, doing things there with the newest organization in the NHL. But uh, yeah, Brandon made that comparison, and that was something that I really like to hear, especially from the defensive side of this for the Stars. You know, the big rig was, of course, Uh, You know, like I said, a fan favorite, many Dallas Stars fans loved him, but that's just because he played so hard and with so much intensity uh, and was a guy that similar to Michelle, not afraid of contact, not afraid to be aggressive and not afraid to stand up for his teammates. And of course, they have similar builds as well, although Alexiak is a little bit taller, 6'7 and standing at 255 pounds, which is absolutely massive. Uh, would never want to be a guy that has to cross paths with Jamie Alexiak. But Michelle, you know, not too far off of that, only a few inches shorter. And of course, like I said, could probably add some more weight on as he continues to get ready to make the jump to the NHL at some point later on in his career. But I think Michelle has a really nice opportunity and be the next great enforcer for this stars team. You know, we've talked about this offseason that Jamie Ben has kind of been doing that now. Alexiak being gone. Uh, even you know some of the more in-your-face type guys like Alexander Radulov is gone. John Klingberg's probably going to be gone this off-season, and so there's kind of needs this. Vo- be filled of who's going to be this guy that comes in a big body a big presence on the ice that is going to be you know the guy that sticks up for his teammates of course Jamie Binn can still do that I think that's part of the captain's responsibility is to stick up for their guys but Michelle can really just come in and be that dude the dude that you do not want to mess with on the ice and the guy that people try to avoid like we've said with his side a guy that you can just push off the puck uh, or or defend lightly Um, he's going to be a guy that you're going to have to get down and physical with but with his size not too many other you know not many other guys are going to want to do that of course you will have some forwards and maybe even some other defensemen that cross paths with him that are also big and that could make for some really intriguing matchups but you know if bichelle comes in early and continues to develop this physical side of his game he can really use that to his advantage and kind of become known for that. Of course, you would want to see him contribute in the passing game uh, and even a little bit with some goal scoring every now and then. But like we've been saying and like we've been harping on, defense is kind of his big thing uh, and I think a big reason why the Stars picked him in the first round last night. So I'm excited to see him hopefully step into that role, uh, especially with like we've kind of been saying, it seems like John Klingberg is on his way out, doesn't seem to be moving towards a long-term deal. Jim Noah's pretty brief uh, last night with his interview on ESPN saying that they're in communications with John, but you know nothing has really developed yet. And with free agency getting closer and closer, seems like he will be leaving. So Bichelle can hopefully just come in and be that enforcer, but also kind of for Klingberg on that front. I mean, he's been the face of the Dallas Stars defensive core for so many years. And now, of course, Hayskinen has stepped into that role. Um, but we're going to need that second guy to come in and, and step up and be one of the faces of the Dallas Stars defense and hopefully Miro can take that next offensive step this season But I'm hoping Michelle can come in and really be the backbone of the actual defense and be a guy that teams have to game plan around and kind of game plan their offenses Around and so I don't know if Michelle can ever really replicate the offense that Klingberg could produce whenever he's at his best I think that's just something that makes John Klingberg completely unique was his offense but I think Michelle really has an opportunity to come in and kind of be that next great Stars defenseman in the lineup. Of course, we have Heyskinen for the next several seasons. No complaints there. Very happy about that. But even with guys like Ryan Suter getting way older and likely going to retire at the end of his contract with the Stars, Esselundell getting up there in age, Yanni Hakanpaa thirty years old. Thomas Harley is a promising player, but still really young. Uh, and of course, by the time Michelle gets to the league, Harley will be a little bit older and probably would be a good. Mentor, guy to kind of take Michelle under his wing and teach him a thing or two if he continues to develop at a high level. So, it, I think the Stars' defensive core could look very different. It's going to continue to evolve over the next several seasons. But I'm very pleased that we get to see Michelle in it, uh, and I think he and Miro Heiskanen could potentially kind of, you know, be. We, we've talked about this next generation of Dallas Stars hockey with Robo and Ropey and Jake Ottinger, but as far as the defensive core, it's Miro Heiskanen, and he's kind of looking for that sidekick to come alongside him and be the next face of Dallas Stars' defense, and I think Lean Bichelle has an opportunity to do that. Well, coming up next to close out the show, we will talk about the first round as a whole, give you some of my reactions to some of the other things that went down on night one, and then give you some names to be on the lookout for during day two of the NHL draft, some guys that the Stars could potentially draft in the second round and beyond. All coming up after another quick break. All right, we're closing out this week of Locked on Stars. Reviewing night one and reacting to night one of the NHL draft. And so much chaos, especially early on in the early stages of the evening, especially in the first round. Very shocking. uh, Slavkovsky uh, ends up going to the Montreal Canadiens. I know he was expected to go top five, um, you know, potentially go to the Devils with the second overall pick, but he goes Shane Wright does not go as the first pick of the night. He doesn't even go as the second or third. He drops all the way to fourth. Overall goes to the Seattle Kraken Uh, and just absolutely insane to see those first four picks unfold. I feel like the only one sense or the one that people were expecting was of course Cooley to Arizona. I think that one adds up. I feel like that one was just a given. It was kind of what was expected on everyone's mock draft, but the other spots in the top five, very different than what a lot of people expected, including myself. But even, you know, with the fifth pick with the Philadelphia Flyers, uh Cutter Gouthier, uh, you know, said after getting drafted by the Philadelphia Flyers, asked on Instagram and in some social media interview whose favorite player was. He goes on this tangent about Sidney Crosby and how much he loves him, which is just funny to hear given the, the history between the Flyers and the Penguins, especially with Sidney Crosby. I'm sure Flyers fans just absolutely loved hearing that little Tangent from from their newest player picked at fifth overall. Uh, of course, the Ottawa Senators very active even before the draft really got rolling, trading their early first round pick to get Alex DeBrinket from the Chicago Blackhawks. That's going. I, I, a lot of people expected that that could be the case. It was very likely that DeBrinket was going to be on the move. Uh, Kirby Doc also leaving the Chicago Blackhawks. They acquired. Quite a few picks during the first round last night. Uh, trying to get in contention with Arizona, I guess, to have the most picks. Brad Lambert, another big name that we talked about a little bit. Uh, I thought he might potentially fall to round two of the draft, but he ends up getting picked up at the last second by the Winnipeg Jets at pick number 30. Overall, a insane night, a very fun night, a very long NHL draft. Just, what, like over three and a half hours long uh, of NHL draft content, which is a lot of fun. Very long, and the stars just fell in the middle of it. I'm glad I wasn't waiting until the very end, like teams like the Tampa Bay Lightning or the Edmonton Oilers, um, even though I did stay up and watch the majority of those picks as well. But now we are on to day two of the draft, uh, and there's still a lot to be done. The stars still have a pick in the second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth round. There could, of course, potentially be some moves made uh, where maybe they get some different picks. I don't expect the Stars to do anything crazy, um, but, of course, I do think they will pick up quite a few players through the draft. Guys like Adam Ingram, a forward out of the USHL on the board. Lane Hudson, a guy we talked about. He's a defenseman, also a product of the USHL. Uh, a guy like Matt Lindgren, a defenseman from the Kamloops Blazers. If you've heard, if you think the Kamloops Blazers sounds familiar, that was Logan Stankoven's junior team, so teammate there. Could be an interesting connection on the roster. Gleb Trikozov, a center right wing from the MHL, Still tons of options. The NHL draft goes incredibly deep. There's going to be guys picked that myself and plenty of other people probably had no idea could even be an option for the stars. Maybe guys we've never even heard of that get selected. And that's kind of the, the fun part of these later stages of the draft. We'll be keeping an eye on it. See if the stars do any crazy moves, as I'm sure you guys will be as well. But. All in all, first round of the NHL Draft, I think it was a success for the Stars. I think Liam Bischel has a bright future and a ton of upside, and I can't wait to see how he performs in the Stars organization. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube as well as on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you listen. You can also find me on Twitter at dane double underscore lewis and our show as well at locked on stars but be sure to tune in next week we'll be back here on monday continuing to talk about the aftermath of the nhl draft and then of course sometime next week we will dive into the dallas stars 2022-2023 nhl schedule which will be a ton of fun to see what the stars will be up to this season but we'll see there stars fans have a great weekend